they've been married for 30 years. He's a pioneer of Catholic lay evangelization, and she has a master's degree in theology. Put on the coffee and get ready to open the scriptures. It's time for Bible with the Barbers. Now, here's Terry and Mary Danielle. We're back again for the second hour. For those who just joined us, the Terry and Jesse show, we had Mary Danielle talking with me about the guardian angel and why we have devotion to our guardian angel. So if you want to listen to that, you can go to the podcast and listen to it at any time. Mary, when we ended our show, after we always say what state you should be living in, I mentioned a story about the angels with the Grand Canyon and and the Hell's Angel Motorcycle Group. Well, I'm going to tell the fun story, and then we'll get right into why we should specifically consecrate ourselves to our guardian angel. Many years ago, when my boys were young, I would take them to the Grand Canyon for a father-son hike with some priests, and it was a four-day hike, and we had mass, we had confession, we prayed the rosary. It was awesome. Special time of my life. 13 and a half miles down into Havasu Falls. And 13 and a half miles back up. Nice walk. (laughs) Nice walk. Well, this particular day, we were at this falls, and it was beautiful. And we had about 35 boys and dads. And all of a sudden, we hear some, you know, foul language coming down from the canyon. They're walking down to our area. And I look up, and, you know, there's some guys with leather jackets. They're motorcycle riders, Hell's Angel motorcycle riders. And my friend Mark, who puts the event on, he's a very erudite attorney. And so when he heard this, he says, I'm going to tell those guys to shut up. And so I said, Mark, before we do that, can we try a different approach? And he says, yeah, what's that? I said, let's ask our guardian angels (laughs) to evangelize their angel with these gentlemen so that we can share the good news of Jesus Christ. He looked at me and says, go at it. You know, like, go ahead, (laughs) try it. So what did I do? In my book, How to Share Your Faith with Anyone, I give this story here, and I tell them how I use my basic laws of sharing your faith. So I said to these men that were probably 120 feet away up on the hill, gentlemen, can I ask you a question? Because he who asks questions has control. So they said, yeah, what is it, dude? They're from California. I said, can you gentlemen tell me what construction company built this Grand Canyon (laughs) and this waterfall? Was it from Phoenix or from Los Angeles? And they said, what have you been smoking? <laughs> you know, like, you're high. No, I said, no, actually, I just, I, I, would you guys agree that God built this waterfall and this canyon? Okay, yeah, we can agree on that. Now they're coming closer. And I said, gentlemen, would you also agree that we should probably thank God for this beautiful waterfall and this canyon? And they said, okay, we can do that too. And they're right 30 feet away, 20 feet away. And I said, well, that's great. Well, before we pray, let me introduce you to Father Bob and Brother Mike, and we're at a church serve, you know, church uh, retreat here, and we're glad you joined us. <laughs> See, what happened is we turned that around from a confrontation to really encouraging them to pray with us. Right. And that's what the angels can do for us. Now, Mary, normally you have your, and for those who are just listening, I really want to encourage you to come each week on Tuesdays to the Bible with the Barbers because you're teaching from Scripture uh, the meaning and purpose of life. You're going through different books of the Bible. Right. You also have your Bible study tonight at the Sacred Heart Chapel. Tonight, it'll be at a different location uh, in, our, in our upstairs office because we have a funeral. But each Tuesday at 7 p.m., right. you have your Bible. Right. And then on Thursdays at 1 o'clock in the afternoon, for those who don't want to go out at night, right. they can come. They can come to what the What are Bible you study. teaching uh, tonight on? 
We have, we're finishing up the Acts of the Apostles. We're getting really close to the end now. We're about uh, chapter 22, chapter 23. Okay, great. So we're getting there. Well, let's talk, let's get right back to the angels. Why it's, is it more special to consecrate to yourself? So the key for this consecration is to bear fruit in the spiritual life is cooperation. Yeah. yeah. The consecration of the guardian angel is a special grace of God. Grace calls for it enables our human response. The dynamic between the call of grace through the angel and the cooperation of man is most beautifully seen in the gospel passage of the Annunciation. Mary, I know you've talked so much about that dialogue between Mary and the archangel. Right. You know, the angel brings the call of God's grace. By grace, she in turn responds to the call with her what? Her fiat, let it be done to me. She doesn't say, I will do. Oh, yeah, I'll get right on that. No, let it be done. Her total surrender to the will of God. Whatever God wants to do in me, I give him permission to do. And that's, you know, her beautiful just response. And that's the angel comes and he, he calls her hail full of grace. It's almost like a name. He doesn't say, he doesn't say Mary. We say Mary when we say the Hail Mary, but he just says, hail full of grace. It's like a brand new name God is giving her. Isn't that beautiful? And, and it means she who has the fullness of grace already is filled with grace and continues to be filled with grace. It's, it's an incredible, incredible announcement. And, and, and then he tells her that God wants her to be his mother. And, you know, I, it's, it's so profound. And her response is so profound. This, this love that she has for God is yeah. so incredible that when the angel says, this is what God wants, she says, I am the handmaid of the Lord. Let it be done to me. That's so beautiful. God has permission to do whatever he wants to do. Exactly. Now, acts of religion, like the consecration of the guardian angel, are most meritorious and bring many spiritual benefits for our souls. When we commit ourselves to God Mm -hmm. and the angels in this way, it follows that our very consecration makes it possible for the angels to exercise more influence upon us. It opens us up. But as seen above, we must cooperate. We must learn to be, here it comes, silent. (laughs) That's when God speaks. That's he speaks in the silence. To listen for his voice and to obey. He who lives his consecration faithfully, here it comes, everybody, will grow in charity and become more generous towards God. Yeah, yeah. That's beautiful. The, the silence. It's a, it's one of the things in this world. And I remember Father John McKenna. You knew him. I remember Terry. him well. He 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 always promoted the Padre Pio prayer groups because Father McKenna's vocation, he owed his vocation to the inner. You got to tell the to, story. To Padre Pio, when when well, Father John McKenna had was uh, playing baseball, professional Brooklyn baseball Dodgers. in in the late 1930s. Yep. He was a catcher for the Brooklyn Dodgers, and he <laughs> went into the military, went to World War II, yeah. and he he ended up, by the grace of God, yep. going to Italy. And his, I don't know, it was battalion or whatever, yeah. went to visit San Giovanni Rotondo, and they yeah. met Padre Pio. And Padre Pio... He came, served his mass, too. And Father John served Padre Pio's mass, and John McKenna, and, and <laughs> Padre Pio <laughs> told him, young man, you have a vocation to the priesthood. What? And John McKenna's like... I'm a you got the wrong guy. I'm I'm a catcher for the Brooklyn Dodgers. I'm going it. back to play professional baseball, you yeah. know, whatever. And Padre Pio is talking through an interpreter, but sure. he said, well, take it or leave it. This is your vocation. Yeah. Well, John McKenna took it. When he came back to the States, he became a priest. And um, he would talk about 
I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. Okay, well, he, he would talk. Fa- Father McKenna would always... Oh, the uh, noise, the, the silence. The silence. He always would say he didn't like that noise in the hospital where he yeah, was Yeah, he was a chaplain at yeah. the hospital. And, you know, for years, there wasn't piped-in music. Yeah. And I was maybe... And I might have been actually a young, a young adult already. When they piped... My father went to daily mass at the St. Francis sure. Hospital in Linwood. And they piped in this music, and Father McKenna was just like, noise, 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 noise. We're trying to drown God out. We're surrounding ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Remember this. With the noise, we're drowning God's voice out. Yeah. We need that silence. God comes to us in the silence. He speaks in the quiet. Remember when the prophet goes up on and he's going to see God, yep. and he hears there's an earthquake, and there's a wind, and there's a fire, and God's not in any of those. Nope. And then the prophet hears a tiny whispering sound and the prophet goes to the face of the cave and 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 bows down and hides his face because now god is passing by god comes to us in the silence we need to stop the noise we need to cut out the noise you know even if it's 15 minutes a day where you have a little spot in your house just to be quiet because it's true mary i'm going to read something that they uh, what what the consecration of the guardian angels prayer from the opus angelorum just so you understand This isn't something you pray until you're prepared for, but I want them to hear what it says. Holy guardian angel, who continually behold the face of our Father in heaven. Very scriptural. God entrusted me to you from the very beginning of my life. Wow. I thank you with all my heart and for your loving care. I commit myself to you and promise you my love I love that word. And fidelity, just like I give you my fidelity, young lady. I beg you, protect me against my own weakness, against the attacks of the wicked spirits. Enlighten my mind and my heart so that I may always know and accomplish what? The will of God. God, The will of God. And lead me to union with God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. See, that's such a beautiful prayer. Now, holy guardian angels, when we talk about that you continually behold the face of the Father in heaven, Jesus says, see that you do not despise one of these little ones. For I say to you that their angel in heaven always looks upon the face of my heavenly Father. Taken right from the Bible, Matthew 18. Right from the gospel. Verse 10. That's right from the gospel. Why do we learn? What do we learn from this passage. First of all, we learn from our Lord himself that each of us has the guardian angel, right? Paragraph 336 in the catechism. Each one. Secondly, we learn that our guardian angel always looks upon the face of God. Isn't that very reassuring? And contemplating therein his wisdom and love. From his face, the angel reads the loving and wise will of the Father for us. Yeah. And receives the necessary graces to fulfill it, which he in turn mediates to us. That's how it works, folks. Yeah, it's beautiful. Uh-huh. In this first passage, therefore, we must always be ready to open for the hearts for our angels' influence and consciously listening for the will of God through him, seeking his light and guidance. Does that excite you, folks? It Gets me all fired up yeah. here. The Bible with the Barbers, we're talking about beautiful teaching of the Catholic Church about entrusting yourself to your guardian angel. We'll come right back with Bible and the Barbers with more on the guardian angel.
welcome to our January 11th, 2020 Spiritual Warfare Conference. Every year without fail, this is our most popular, well-attended event. This year's Spiritual Warfare Conference will host Adam Bly, a Catholic demonologist, and an auxiliary member of the International Association of Exorcists, along with Dr. Luis Sandoval, a psychiatrist who's part of the Healing, Deliverance, and Exorcism team for the Diocese of Orange. These two gentlemen bring tons of experience and expertise in the area of spiritual warfare. This is going to be a high-information Catholic seminar. I'll be there as well, sharing some riveting stories on the diabolical and liberation found through Jesus Christ from my best-selling book, The Devil in the City of Angels. Mark your calendars, come and join us, and meet other radio hosts from Jesus 911. Contrary to popular belief, spiritual warfare is not demon-centered. It's Christ-centered. Come join us and learn how to armor up and fight the good fight of faith. Catholics, wake up. Don't hit the snooze button. Join us at St. Christopher Catholic Church, 629 South Glendora Avenue, West Covina, California, on January 11, 2020. See you then. Strength and honor in Jesus' name. Leviticus 11.44 says, Consecrate yourselves and be holy, because I am holy. St. Vincent Pilati said, You must be holy in the way God asks you to be holy. God does not ask you to be a Trappist monk or a hermit. He wants you to sanctify the world and your everyday life. May God show us the path to holiness and help us to follow it all the days of our life. or selling your home or your business property? This is Terry Barber. Real Estate for Life underwrites the Terry and Jesse Show, and they can connect you to one of 900 pro-life real estate agents around the world. And when they receive their referral fee, they will give 80% of it to a pro-life organization. Wow! That's 80%! Realestateforlife.org 877-LIFE-US-1 Now, back to Bible with the Barbers. If you have a question or comment, call 888-526-2151. Here's Terry and Mary Danielle. We're back and we're fired up because we're talking about the angels and the Bible and the catechism and why consecration is important and trusting yourself to your guardian angel. This is all good stuff. Hey, you know, I could be talking about some of the problems in the church, and that's we have to do that too. But right now, we want to build the body of Christ up. Now, we've said this before, but we'll repeat it. From the very beginning until death, human life is surrounded by angels. Yep. A watchful care and intercession. This is paragraph 336 in the Catechism. Now, this made me really happy to hear this, Mm -hmm. that God has assigned a personal guardian angel to each of us, an angel who has not been nor will be assigned to anyone else. Your guardian yes. angel is your guardian angel. That's right. So no angel is a guardian angel of two human beings. That's right. Every guardian angel, each person gets their own angel. Isn't that beautiful? Now, God had you and your salvation in mind when he created your angel. That's how much God loves you. Amen. I, you know, I wish I could shout this from the rooftops because I really believe many people, and even inside our church, they really don't understand that God loves them. Right. I think that's a, I think there's a real problem with that. Yeah. Yeah. So, just as Jesus and Mary were in the mind of God, 
in relation to each other from all eternity as the new Adam and the new Eve, so also from all eternity your angel and you were in the mind of God in relation to each other. You know, when I think about that, if you've never been taught that, I mean, this is powerful. Yeah. Something to think that from all eternity? Right. Yeah. If we had had the opportunity to choose from among all the angels as a guardian angel for ourselves, <laughs> we could not have found a better companion than the one whom God in his infinite wisdom and love has already chosen for us. God knows us better than we know ourselves. Absolutely. What was the last time someone told you that? Go tell two people, you know? <laughs> it excites me. Who we are and who we are meant to become, our past, our future, Absolutely. all the secrets of our life, he alone knows all our strengths and weaknesses, Absolutely. our trials, our crosses, Absolutely. and the glory we are meant to attain. Yeah. Foreseeing all this, he chose our guardian angel from all eternity for him, to us, and for him. What a privilege. What a proof of God's goodness and tender mercy that he's assigned to each of us a personal guardian angel. Now, yesterday morning, Mary, you were with Father Dave. We were having breakfast, and he gave out the miraculous medal to right. a young man yes. who was depressed. Right. He had this, like, a anchor, uh, like a tattoo on his arm. Right. And Father just asked the question, and he said, well, my friend told me to do it because sometimes I get really depressed yeah. and the anchor should give, you know, hang in there. You're not going to sink. You're, You're not, not going to go sink. down. And then Father Dave, it was beautiful because Father Dave explained that it, it, Christian tradition in the ancient times, mm-hmm. the anchor was a sign of hope. It represented us being anchored to Christ and our hope that we, we won't despair. We're going to hang on to Christ. And so Father told this young man that, and then he bring out, brought out a miraculous medal on a chain, and he said, if I give this to you, we wear it. This is a medal of Mary, the mother of Jesus. And the young man just smiled. Oh, his yeah. whole face, his whole, his whole being just lit up. It's like you just got lifted up. And he put on this miraculous medal, and it was just beautiful. Yeah, that story touched me when I saw that yesterday because he was hesitant about really saying yeah. issues in his life. But, I, you know, yeah. that's what I think... Why yeah. I always say a priest who wears the collar. Yeah. I believe that he wouldn't have said that if it was me. Right. He was speaking. He, he recognized that Father was a priest, and, yeah. and he was willing to speak to him and tell him. And it was hard. It was a hard thing for him to oh, say. Oh, you could see, see it. Yeah. He was hesitant, but he, he admitted that he suffers with depression. Yeah. And that depression leads to suicidal thoughts. Yep. And it's like, you know what? Jesus loves you so much that he's reaching out to you right now in this moment, and he's saying, I love you. And I have a mother who loves you, and you have a guarding angel at your side who I gave to you as a personal friend and brother who loves you so much and just wants to help you to know how much you are loved so so that you can love in return. I love it. Now, in the consecration, we express our gratitude. Amen. You know, gratitude gratitude towards God for giving us an angel, but also gratitude towards our guardian angel. Absolutely who, as mentioned earlier, cooperates with us in all our good works. I love what St. Bernard has to say, commenting on Psalm 91. Shows how we ought to love and show our gratitude to our angels. Yes. He has given his angels charge over you to guard you in all your ways. How these words should induce respect, inspire devotion, 
and instill confidence and respect for their presence, devotion in return for their loving service, and confidence in their protection. Let us be devoted and grateful to such great protectors. Let us return their love and honor them as much as we can and should. This is from a sermon from St. Bernard. You see how the saints are just in love with God? Yeah. And they just want to, you know, we, we could mention many them. things for which we owe our gratitude to our guardian Amen. angel. Amen. You know, he's constantly at our side. Think about that. Even when we do foolish things. Even when we sin, he's there. Even he doesn't leave sin. us. You got it, Mary. He protects us from the many physical and spiritual dangers. Amen. He prays for us. He admonishes and guides us. Beside God and Our Lady, no one loves us more than our guardian angel. Isn't that beautiful? It's a beautiful thought. Now, only at the end of our lives, Mary, yeah. we will come to know how much our guardian angel has done for us Absolutely. and how much we have failed in gratitude towards him. Yeah. When we pray, I thank, I, I thank you with all my heart. We should really mean it. Yeah. Besides being our, in our duty, he, it will bring much joy to our angel and a newer, greater grace for ourselves. Yeah. I thought about that. At the end of my life, if you have not had a relationship with your guardian angel, get with it. Go to the opusangelorum.org website and get yeah. their material yeah. because it's only going to bring you closer to Jesus. And one of the things you can do for your guardian angel is when you go to receive Holy Communion, oh, this you is should powerful. always receive Holy Communion worthily. You can ask the Lord to allow your guardian angel to participate in this Holy Communion. Wow. Yeah. No one's ever told you that, have they? Well, we are telling you yeah. this right now. Why? Because for 25, no, my 30, since 1978, I have been involved with the Opus Angelorum. Is that 40 years, Mary? That's, uh, I think 41. So. That's getting close to, yeah. Yeah, that's 41 years. I just did the math. Wow. And why? I love my guardian angel. He helps me in many ways in all of my life. Now, I, I know when we're done with this segment, we're going to go right into some practical applications. But I want to also talk about what St. Thomas Aquinas, he's the angelic doctor, yeah. he holds to the principle that God makes use of the angels for every physical intervention in the universe. Wow. Is that powerful? That the angels are in charge of physical things yep. in the universe. Mm -hmm. wow. And that all corporal things are ruled by the angels. Wow. I know. The angels are, as it were, the hands and the feet of God's providence. Wow. Have you ever heard that before? Probably no. not. But this is St. Thomas Aquinas. He says, their knowledge of the natural universe and its laws is incomparable and yeah. comparably superior to ours. Absolutely. Absolutely. All the scientists. They hold a mysterious power over the material world. And the dominion goes far beyond the limits of science and technology. Absolutely. They protect our bodies from physical dangers. They Amen. care for our physical needs. We can find many passages in the Bible where the angels have protected men from physical harm. Like your favorite book. Tobit. You got it. Yeah. Or the, the, in Exodus. Kings. The, and, yeah. yeah, the Exodus, Exodus. when the, God sent his angel before them, his people. And so many times, Jacob wrestles with the, the angel, and just over and over again in the Bible, people are guided and directed by the angels. Can you tell the one about the hot furnace with King Nebuchadnezzar? 
Yeah, the Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, Ananiah, yeah. Azariah, and Mishael. This yeah. is in the book of Daniel. That's right. And King Nebuchadnezzar had built this statue, and he commanded that everybody would worship the statue. Well, these three young men were from, they were Jewish exiles. They had been captured, and they were, but they were serving in the king's court. And they weren't going to worship the idol because it's an idol. I'm not going to mm-hmm. worship anyone but God. And Nebuchadnezzar said, come on. What God could possibly, because he considered himself a God. This is what happened with the kings in the old world, you know, that the pagan kings, they considered themselves gods. And what God can deliver you from our, your, our hands? And Ananias says to him, I don't, we don't care if God's going to deliver us or not. He, if he wants to do so, may he do so. Yeah. But even if he's not going to deliver us from your hands, even if he's going to let us die in that furnace and burn to death, we're not going to serve your God. Mm. So he throws him and he orders the furnace to be heated seven times hotter than they normally would heat it. Right. So much so that the men throwing the fuel into the furnace get burned and some wow. of them die. And there, and so Nebuchadnezzar, um, Ananias prays in the furnace and then the three of them pray together those beautiful hymns from the book of Daniel. Bless the Lord, all you works of the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Angels of the Lord, bless the Lord. And Nebuchadnezzar stops and he says to all his, wait a minute, his attendants, we threw three men into the furnace, didn't we? Yeah, but I see four men walking about in the furnace, and we threw them in bound. I see four men walking about in the furnace, unbound and unharmed, and one of them looks like a son of God. Wow. It was God sent his angel to protect them. Exactly. Hey, we greatly underestimate the influence of angels that can have on our senses. To guard our senses is very important because those five senses are yes. the windows to the soul. They are. Everything, good or bad, comes to us through one or more of the senses. Right. Giving the angel charge over our senses will help us protect us from the things that we should not perceive. How many sins do we have, have we committed through, for example, the eyes? And on the other hand, the angels can help us to perceive things that are beneficial towards our spiritual growth. How easily our soul can be lifted to praise God when with the eyes are contemplating the beauty of nature. Mary, when we come back, I want to shift gears in the last two segments on practical ways of living with the guardian angel in our daily life. Jesse Romero will be back, folks, tomorrow, and then he'll have Thursday off and Friday. He's out power preaching, and I know his guardian angel is working hard for Jess right now. Yeah. Mary, I just want to encourage all of our listeners that this is going to be on a podcast, too. If you like what we're teaching on the angels and you go, I have never heard this before, you can re-listen to this. And you can share it with your friends. You got it. Family. Share yep. it with everybody. Yep. Share it with your church group, you know? We need to realize that, you know, when God gives us a gift, yes. if we denigrate that gift, we're actually, actually insulting God. Yeah. So don't denigrate the gifts God has given. He's given the angels as a gift. Yep. He's given you a guarding angel, and that's his personal gift to you. Amen. I always Be grateful. Like, I always like to say, use it or lose it. Right, and that's, you know, it's like faith. Faith yep. is a gift. It can be lost. It can be. You know, that's why you ask for more faith every day. You got it. Ask for a greater devotion to your guarding angel every day. Well said. When we come back, we're going to talk about the practical ways of living with your guardian angel in daily life. Hey, don't if you haven't uh, signed up for the Spiritual Warfare Conference, check our website out, Virgin Most Powerful Radio. That's uh, January 11th. Oh, it's going to be a great one. Our call, 877-526-2151. We'll be back with much more on The Angel.
Welcome, Daniel. You're on the line. What's on your mind, brother? Hi, I just wanted to share a testimony about Virgin Most Powerful Radio. I had a buddy at work who, you know, he's a lukewarm Catholic guy, and I wanted him to start listening to the Terry and Jesse show, so I kept telling him to download the app, and he kept putting me off. So one day, I grabbed his phone, and I downloaded the app for him. I went on vacation, and you know, I kept telling him to listen to it. He was kind of put me off. I came back from vacation. He comes to my cubicle, and he says to me, Hey, man, I've been listening to the Terry and Jesse show, and it's great. And it's uh, made a big impact in his life. The guy, he's going to weekly adoration a couple times a week. He goes to the Mass in the morning. Mm -hmm. uh, He's an on-fire Catholic, and he promotes uh, the Terry and Jesse show and the Virgin Most Powerful Radio. Wow. Daniel, what a testimony. And I want to encourage our listeners to get those cards by going to virginmostpowerfulradio.org and uh, do what Daniel's doing. Go out and spread the faith by inviting people to listen to Virgin Most Powerful. Daniel, thanks for your testimony, brother. God love you. You're welcome. This is Terry Barber. I want to invite you to take advantage of having your funeral or your loved one's funeral at the Sacred Heart Chapel in downtown Covina. It's a 115-year-old church, beautiful chapel. And all you got to do is call me at 661-972-7872 and I'll personally make the arrangements with your mortuary to have your funeral or your loved one's funeral here at Sacred Heart Chapel. You won't regret it. 661-972-7872. God love you. Buying or selling your home or your business property? This is Terry Barber. Real Estate for Life underwrites The Terry and Jesse Show. And they can connect you to one of 900 pro-life real estate agents around the world. And when they receive their referral fee, they will give 80% of it to a pro-life organization. Wow! That's 80%! Realestateforlife.org, 877-LIFE-US-1. This is Jesse Romero. You're listening to Bible with the Barbers on Virgin Most Powerful Radio. Brother Jess, thank you so much. And this is Terry Barber and Mary Danielle. This is a special edition of the Bible with the Barbers because we did the first hour on Terry and Jesse on the angels. And we said, man, let's let's do the second hour because there's so much good material here to help people with their guardian angel. I saw a little statement earlier this week I wanted to share with you. We pray as we live because we live as we pray. Right. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. Just thought I'd share that. I made a promise about practical ways of living with the guardian angel in your daily life. Now, <clears throat> this is interesting. Our, our, our angel is with us at every moment. We talked about that. Always at our side, protecting, guiding, and uh, uh, admonishing and helping us. Now, St. Bernard said this, and I think this is great advice of the saints. Act as if you could see the holy angel really present. Wow. Whenever you are, wow. have respect for your angel. Amen. That's very practical. Amen. Would you do in his presence what you would not do in the presence of another man? Or do you doubt his presence? Mm. Act as if you could see him. Now, I got a couple more saints to have to say about practical applications. And Mary, you've got a humdinger of a story. I want folks, you won't want to miss the story on the angels. 
So the service of the angels towards us is primarily a service of love. Exactly. St. Don Bosco tells us that the angels' desires to help us towards our salvation even more than we ourselves want to be helped. Yes. And I got another saint, St. Padre Pio, Mm. says that after God and our Blessed Mother, no one loves us as much as our guardian angel. So when we open ourselves for his influence at various times throughout the day, through a prayer or a quick prayer, yeah, then he can accomplish his mission towards us and more effectively be with us. By the grace of the consecration, which you will soon make, this is I'm hoping you're going to make this uh, because you you know that it's going to help you, uh, it's going to give you a greater liberty to lead and guide you. But we must cooperate with this grace by remembering our angel and thinking on him and calling upon him and speaking with him often as with a friend. So during the day, Talk to your guardian angel. That's really practical. Right. And that for those who want to make the consecration, that's you go to the opusangelorum.org website, and that's all one word, opus angelorum. It's in Latin. And it's opusangelorum.org, and they have actually a formation program. That's right. Where they will give you some letters that you read so that you can grow. You can begin to grow in collaboration with your angel Mm -hmm. and understand how the angel works in your life. Wow. Yeah, it's a beautiful... Beautiful, beautiful. Oh, I didn't realize this. This is beautiful. We still got Mary. I am I, I, doing these two hours on Tuesday. I was mixed up on the uh, the statements. Yeah. I'm so happy because, you know, we can also call upon our angel when we have to make important decisions. Absolutely. You know, are we going to go move? Are we going to buy a new house? Right, right. Are we going to get a new job? Especially life-changing decisions of vocations. Absolutely. And Mary... I think a lot of people haven't heard this. We've heard of St. Joseph helping us get a spouse. But what about asking our guardian angel? Right. right. Not a bad idea, huh? Yeah. So this is something that's very practical. The angel can bring light for our understanding and strength of our will. When we call upon him and ask for his counsel, we show our trust in him. See? And that we truly believe in his presence. One woman was once criticized for asking her angel to help find a missing sock. (laughs) Doesn't he have more important things to do? She simply replied, and I love this, if he knows where it is and he's right here next to me, I would be stupid not to ask (laughs) him. I love that. With the faith of a child, therefore, we want to call upon our angel often his light and guidance in both great and small things. Mary, this is what I think the world sometimes misses regarding our relationship with God. Yeah. It's not sophisticated. It's right. simple. It's an entrustment. Right. And you know, one of the things that I wanted to share with you that I think many young people hesitate to give their lives entirely to God because they do not have the confidence that God is capable of making them completely happy. And they seek to assure their own happiness by themselves, and they make themselves sad and unhappy in the process. Mary, that's the world today. And I hear that a lot when people say, oh, you know, I mean, 
I'm my own you know, ship. I'm going to do it my way. Right, right. And I joke with people all the time. I say, you know, there's a song they sing in heaven. I did it his way. Right. And there's a song in hell. I did it my way. Right. Mary, your thoughts. And also, bef- I, I got excited because I thought of that story you sh- wanted. I would like you to share about the angel story with some sisters because I think it'll inspire our listeners. Right, and that's this is a true story, and this happened in Detroit. There were sisters working with prostitutes and trying to help them get out of prostitution, and they'd been working with this one particular woman, mm-hmm. and um, she was a slave in in a house of prostitution. Sex slave, huh? She actually had two children, mm-hmm. two infants, and um, a, a one a, I don't know an infant and a two year old. I think it was an infant and a toddler, and so. Uh, the 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 young woman called the sisters one day and she said she said she spoke to one of the sisters and she said sister I'm in the hospital I ended up with a kidney infection I ended up in the hospital I'm not going back to the house of prostitution um, but I need someone to go and get the children and of course you know you in the house of prostitution she was a slave so she needed someone to go with money to buy her children so that she could have her children she said I'm going to go home to my parents so um, and she said sister I. I believe everything you taught me about the angel. I know my guardian angel is going to be there. Your guardian angel is going to be there. The children's guardian angel, everything's going to work out fine. So the next day, sister goes to the house with the money to buy the children. And she asked the proprietor, she said, I want to buy the children that belong to this, this woman. She's, um, she's going to leave the house. And the, the proprietor said, not only is she, not only are you not going to take the children, but as a matter of fact, you, sister, are going to take her place. Wow. There were five men present in the room. And the proprietor of the house ordered these five men to rape sister. And in order to facilitate this, I guess the proprietor approached sister. And as the proprietor approached, sister started praying, Sanctus, Sanctus, Sanctus Dominus Deus Sabaoth. Wow. Plenis Uncheli, et cetera. And she prayed that. And yep. it's, it's the Sanctus from Mass. And she prayed that. And she continued to pray that prayer in, a, in a, just a calm, quiet tone. She wasn't yelling or screaming. And she continued to pray. And the proprietor started screaming, stop saying those words. Something's <laughs> holding me back. I can't touch you. Stop saying. Wow. And for 45 minutes, this went on. And finally, the proprietor just ran out of the room. And somebody went and got the children and gave them to sister. And sister left with the children. Wow. The angels are there. They're very real. And yes, they can protect you. But do we, do we have confidence in their protection? Do we believe? Yeah. And remember that Jesus, when, when people were healed in the gospel, he said, according to your faith, may it be done. That's one of the reasons why ask for more faith every day. That's right. Ask for confidence in your guardian angel that they can protect you and pray the Sanctus. Pray the Holy, Holy, Holy. If you can pray it in Latin, pray it in Latin, but pray it in English everywhere you go. By this, we call on the angels to be present and to sanctify this place, to Call God's presence to this place to sanctify this time and place. Well said, Mary. We're getting a text on my cell phone, 661-972-7872. And one of our questions today is, can we uh, call our guardian angel by name? Can we give them a name? And the Opus Angelorum right on their website has the answer is no, but you want to share that information, why you don't? The, the church this has said to us that we should not name our guardian angel. Okay. The only angels we can call by name Bible. are Markel, Michael, Gabriel, and Raphael. Those are the three names that are ref- in Scripture. That's right. And people will go on and say, well, but the Hebrew, you know, no. 
the three names, this is the Roman Catholic Church, we're Catholics, Michael, Gabriel, and Raphael. Those are the only three angels we know by name. The others we don't name. We call them angel. Now, we can call them friend and brother. Those are titles. They are friends and brothers at our side. But we don't name them. And part of the reason that is is because the angels are by nature above us. That's right. And they are sent to us as a guardian. You got it. As someone who guides us, almost like a parent. You know, and so we, res- out of respect for the angel's office, we don't call them by a name because we don't have power over our angels. It's not that we're God and have power over the angels. The angels, and it's not the angels have power over us. The angels are serving us. They're servants like us, but they're, they're there to be our guide. That's right. Like an older brother or like a parent, like a father who's loving us and showing us the proper way. So we don't name the angels. Well, and if you on the website of the Opus Angelorum, they have frequently asked questions. Yes, they do. They have lots and, of them. And I'll tell you what, folks, you're going to spend the whole hour uh, on their just, website. Just, yeah, just reading the questions. Exactly. And yeah, they've, got, they've got a lot of great stuff. When we them. come back, we're going to shift gears into calling on the angels in spiritual danger and in temptation. Yeah, we're going to talk a little spiritual warfare. You're like Jesus 911 with the angels, so you won't want to miss that. I want to also mention that on our website, Virgin Most Powerful Radio, there's a list, there's a section where it's future events. We've got some great events after the Spiritual Warfare Conference on the 11th of January. We have Father Joe Fessio coming in, I think it's April 20, or March 20th. But look on the website, you'll see it there. And we also have a, a women's conference, we have an evangelizations conferences. We've got many th- conferences coming up in the new year. As a matter of fact, I know on 1010 of next year, we have a Divine Mercy Conference coming up with one of Father Calloway's priest you know, friends who's got an incredible story Beautiful. on Divine Mercy. Beautiful. So keep on top on by looking on our website for events that are coming up because you're not going to want to miss them. And then I come back with my faithful bride. We're going to talk about calling on the angels in spiritual dangers and temptations. This is going to be good. You won't want to miss this. So get yourself a cup of coffee, get your tea, and uh, I wish you could join me for lunch with my wife after this next segment because that's where I'm taking her. Hey, you're listening to The Bible with the Barbers. We're doing a special show on the Bible and the angels and the consecration to angels and everything in the Bible and the catechism on the angels. We'll be back with much more on Virgin Most Powerful Radio on The Bible with the Barbers show. Don't turn that dial. This is Jesse Romero. And I'm Terry Barber from the Terry and Jesse Show. And we invite you to listen to the Holy Hour of Power, High Energy Catholic Radio. We're two Catholics with a PhD in common sense. We're on Monday through Friday on Virgin Most Powerful Radio. What we're going to give you is masculine Catholic teachings on the faith. You know, we say we're too inspired to be tired, we're too protected to be dejected, and we're too renewed to be subdued. Why? Because we believe in Jesus Christ and His Bride, the Church. And we will take each issue of the day and show you how the Catholic Church has the answer for our culture. What we really do is bring men back into the Catholic Church, which it's about time to do. 
We want men to be leaders in their Catholic faith so that they can bring their family to heaven. Our program is not right versus left. It's right versus wrong. And our program is where Catholicism and culture intersect. It's high-energy Catholic radio. We're going to inspire you to fall deeper in love with Jesus Christ and his bride to the church. The Terry and Jesse Show on the Virgin Most Powerful app. Jesus said in Matthew 26, Stay awake and pray that you may not enter into temptation. According to St. Ephraim, Jesus, who feared nothing, experienced fear and asked to be freed from death, although he knew it was impossible. How much more must we persevere in prayer before temptation assails us, so that we may be freed when the test has come? May God grant that we may withstand temptation and carry out His will in all things. or selling your home or your business property? This is Terry Barber. Real Estate for Life underwrites the Terry and Jesse Show, and they can connect you to one of 900 pro-life real estate agents around the world. And when they receive their referral fee, they will give 80% of it to a pro-life organization. Wow, that's 80%. Realestateforlife.org, 877-LIFE-US-1. Now, back to Bible with the Barbers. If you have a question or comment, call 888-526-2151. Here's Terry and Mary Danielle. We made it. Two hours on the radio. You Thank go. you, Jesus, Amen. with the help of our guardian angel. Mary, before we get into uh, calling on the angels and for spiritual dangers and temptation, I'd like to pray the angel prayer because you taught me before I, met you, before I married you a second part of that prayer. Can you explain what, what goes... What, let's just pray the angel prayer to, and then explain what the second part's all about. All right. O angel of God, my guardian dear, to whom God's love entrusts me here, forever this day be at my side to light, to guard, to rule and guide. From sinful stain, O keep me free, and in death's hour my helper be. Amen. Amen. We've had so many people comment on that second part. Where did that come from, Mary? Well, it's interesting because I, I guess there was something up in Minnesota because <laughs> or someone up in Minnesota because the only other person that I met in California who knew that was a, la- a young woman in the MI, Mary yep. Jude, and she yep. was from Minnesota. Yep. And she was like, oh, my word, somebody else knows it. And I'm like, yeah, that's how I learned it. My parents were from Minnesota. And what's funny about it, when I prayed that to Je- Jesse, Jesse says, wow, i got to write that down. I'm yeah. going to start praying that. Yeah. I've had more people comment, from sinful stain will keep me free, and in death's hour my helper be. Amen. And then the Opus Angelorum has also added, um, my holy angel, oh, yeah. please take my hand. I promise you docile obedience. Yeah. Please guide me safely to heaven. Beautiful. Or something to that effect. Yeah, that's it. It's beautiful. You yep. know, it's just... And that's what the angel is for, you know? You got it. Now, we especially want to invoke the help of our holy angels when we are in temptation, okay? From original sin, we are naturally inclined to follow the desires of the flesh and of the world. We call that concupiscence, right? (laughs) The devil is also eager to lead us astray whenever he can. There's a saying, from the tree death came into the world, 
and from the tree eternal life. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah, yeah. Wow, because remember, Jesus was nailed right on the cross, the the tree. In a similar way, we can say, from an angel came the fall, and from an angel comes our protection. Amen. Amen. Wow. Beautiful, beautiful. We need the holy angels because, as St. Paul tells us, there comes, you know, you've heard this, our struggle is not with flesh and blood, but with the principalities with the powers, with the world rulers of this present darkness, with the evil spirits in the heavens. This is Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12. Right, and the the, the powers and principalities are two of the choirs. There are nine choirs of angels. Oh, we we'll had more yeah. time. We go into that yeah. one. Yeah, we have the cherubim and seraphim, yep. the thrones and dominations, mm-hmm. the virtues, <laughs> the powers, the principalities, the archangels, and the angels. And so when Paul is referring to this, mm-hmm. and then we get those names from Scripture, by the way. The right. choirs of angels are named in Scripture. Paul is referring to the fact that we're fighting. And, you know, the angels are beyond us. Even though the devils are fallen angels yeah. and, and sin darkens your intellect and weakens the will, nonetheless, they have an angelic intellect that is way beyond ours. Yeah. Now, don't think you can fight or argue No, you can't outsmart them. You, we need to pray and, and ask God for protection from them. And the best protection, of course, is living in the state of grace. Amen. Now, the evil spirits do everything in their power to keep men from calling on their holy angels. There you go. For they know better than anyone else that the holy angels have the power to rob them of the hearts of men. Yes. See, they know the power. Who has the power? That's right. That's right. We are small, weak, and ignorant creatures compared to the angels. That's what Mary's just saying. And Mary, St. Thomas Aquinas says... Men are weak and ignorant, whereas devils are strong and clever. Yes, they are. So that the to contest should not be an equal one. Men get some compensation, first through the help of God's grace, and second through the guardianship of the angels. Right. Thus, Elisha said to his uh, servant. Yes. You remember this? Yes, I do. Do not be afraid, for there are more on our side than on theirs. This was from uh, Kings. Yeah, the pri- Kings. Yep, numbers. Uh, uh, first Kings first or ki- fourth, fourth, fourth Kings? Fourth Kings. Fourth uh, Kings. 6 to 616. Yeah. The fallen angels have retained all their natural strength and power. Did you hear that? Yeah. You wonder, are you kidding me? Yeah. They are immensely more powerful than men. Right. You got to understand that. Yeah. One on one, we're no match. We're no match. For a fallen angel. No. We are no match. And they are doing all in their power to draw men away from God. But first, they draw us away from our guardian angel. Right, because our angel works with the power of God. Michael, the archangel, is from the second lowest choir. Lucifer was the highest angel. And when Lucifer rebelled against God... Michael from the second lowest choir said, who is like God? Just like David, when he went up against Goliath, David doesn't go up against Goliath in his own name. He said, I come at you in the name of the Lord God of hosts. And so too, Michael, who is like God? I come at you in the name of the Lord God of hosts. And it is God's power that defeats 
the fallen angels. And that's what our angel cooperates with God. So he has the power of God, not only his own power as an angel, but he has all the power of God behind him. And that's why Satan wants to trick us into not having devotion to our angel, not being close to our angel so that he can take us down. You got it, Mary. Besides working with our guardian angel, we can also call upon the angels of those of whom we come in contact with. Absolutely. See, that's important. We can ask the guardian angels of our children to keep them safe and protect them from bad influences. Mom and Dad, did you hear that? And that's a, there's another beautiful story here, and this, oh, is, this is a true story. You know, during the Cuban Missile Crisis. Oh, I'll never forget that one. We had President Kennedy and Premier Khrushchev yep. at loggerheads, and there yep. was, they were going to start a nuclear war. I remember that. And um, the ambassador called the Pope. He po- called Pope John the Twenty-Third, and yep. he said, look, if Kennedy's not backing down and Khrushchev isn't backing down, we need prayer. John the 23rd stayed up all night and he prayed. And in the morning, he sent his angel to talk to the angel of Premier Khrushchev yep. and the angel of President John F. Kennedy. Do you remember what happened in the, mis- the Cuban Missile Crisis? The Russian ships were on their way with the nuclear warheads to Cuba. Yep. Premier Khrushchev the next morning after Pope John the 23rd had prayed all night, picked up the phone and called and he said, tell those ships to turn around and come back. Wow. The angel that got to anybody apparently was the angel of Premier Khrushchev. And it was through the intercession of the angels. You can send, and that was Pope John the 23rd, sent his angel. Yep. He asked his angel to go to talk to Khrushchev's angel and Kennedy's angel. And ask these two not to start a nuclear war. Ask them to back down and desist. And well, Russia that, desisted. That's a beautiful story. Thank you, God. Here's your marriage advice, you guys. Ready for this? We can call on our angel for our spouse. Amen. For help in a particular area or for resolving a situation. Amen. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. We can ask our angel to bring consolation and relief to a sick person. Amen. These are practical things. Or light to someone without faith. Amen. Evangelize them. We can call on our angels of those of whom we work or anyone within whom we may come in contact with. In particularly, it's particularly efficacious before an important meeting or a discussion to call on the angels that are involved. See, and that is so important. You know, how many guys in sales, I used to do that, call my angel before I'd go meet somebody especially when i was promoting lighthouse catholic media uh, oh gosh yeah really. I, i'd always do that <laughs> now mother uh mother gabriel suggests that in important meetings to pray the following three times the sanctus with our guardian angel yeah the confidier to ask forgiveness this is great advice yes it is beautiful for everything on our part our prejudices our impatience yeah our self-will wow. that might hinder a good result. Wow. Boy, that's gold right there. Wow. The three times the sanctus with the guardian angel of the other person involved. Beautiful. Isn't that powerful? Yeah. Now, calling upon the guardian angels of our country and our diocese. Did you know that every country has a guardian angel? That's right. That's right. So that is a powerful thought. Here it is. Mary's going to give us right now. Go ahead, Mary. And we have the we have from the Opus Angelorum. There's a prayer to the guardian angel of the United States of America, well, let's and pray that's it. that's um, 
this this beautiful prayer for our country, and, and you can get this on opusangelorum.org. O glorious guarding angel of the United States, to whom God has entrusted the care of our beloved country, we honor you and thank you for the care and protection you have given to this great nation from the first moment of its inception. O powerful angel guardian, whose watchful glance encompasses this vast land from shore to shore, we know that our sins have grieved our Lord and God and marred the beauty of our heritage. Lead us to a deep conversion so that we may return to the embrace of his merciful love. O holy angel, obtain for us through the intercession of the queen of heaven before the throne of God, the graces we need to overcome the forces of evil so rampant in our beloved land. Help us, our God-given protector and friend, to respond wholeheartedly to the urgent pleas of the mother of God at Fatima. Assist us to offer the prayers and sacrifices necessary to bring peace and goodness to our nation. We want to make you known and loved throughout our land so that docile to your inspirations, we may know, love, and serve our Lord more faithfully and so become once more one nation under God. Amen. Amen to that. And don't forget, we can give much support to our bishop by praying to both the angel of the diocese and the angel given to him as a companion for his burdensome task. I mean, yeah. think about the bishops right now are meeting in Rome for the Amazon Senate, and many of us are concerned about what they're, what they're discussing. Have we asked our angel to intercede? Send our angels. I think we need our to do that, Mary. Angels, please go talk to the angels of the bishops and, and ask their angels to enlighten them, surround them with their love and protection, and help them to do their duty, first of all, toward God and the church. Well said. And if you want to get more information on the work of the Holy Angels, go to the opusangelorum.org and you can get all this information that we just gave you and much, much more. We could have talked all week on the angels. <laughs> There's a lot of formation more. we've been given. That's right. That's right. I want to also thank you, our listener, because all of the shows, The Bible with the Barbers, the Dr. Ed Mazza, Matthew Arnold's show, um, Dr. Nicolosi, uh, Jesus nine one one Terry Jesse. We couldn't do it without Gary you. Machuda. Gary Machuda's show on apologetics. All these shows take effort and money, yeah. and I thank you for giving the us support. the support to do this. And if you want to be a participant in this great mission of Virgin Most Powerful, go to the website or go to virginmostpowerfulradio.org or call me at six six one nine seven two seven eight seven two. May God richly bless you. And don't forget to come back next week on Tuesday with the Bible with the Barbers. God love you and your family. Amen. St. Faustina's Prayer for Priests O my Jesus, I beg thee on behalf of the whole Church, grant it love and the light of thy Spirit, and give power to the words of priests, so that hardened hearts might be brought to repentance and return to thee, O Lord. Lord, give us holy priests. Thou thyself maintain them in holiness. O divine and great high priest, may the power of thy mercy accompany them everywhere and protect them from the devil's traps and snares, which are continually being set for the souls of priests. May the power of thy mercy, O Lord, 
shatter and bring to naught all that might tarnish the sanctity of priests. For thou canst do all things. Amen. Virgin most powerful, pray for us. Virgin Most Powerful Radio, sharing the gospel with clarity and charity.